Ferrante baseball in here on the action. Um, what's going on, Coach? I'm sorry for the what's wait, up, man. Dude? Oh, no worries. It's good information, man. Let me just get my thing set up here. Yeah, yeah, all do right. your thing, man. Do hey, your thanks thing. for having me, man. Yeah, man, not, not a problem at all. And before I hit you with these questions, a couple of the viewers have some questions for you. Um, just give us a little bit of background. Where are you from and uh, where are you repping? So I'm from California, from the Bay Area. Um, I played, obviously, there's a lot more to me than just my baseball. But since we're all here for baseball, um, I was I had a lot of success growing up. Uh, one common thing for me was my attitude. I had a, you know, and I fought it, man. I just didn't want to hear it. But people told me, scouts, other parents, you got a bad attitude. Um, I kind of call it like a, a, a curse. I was very good right, in the physical. I, I was a big guy, strong, had a lot of physical tools, velocity, and home run power. And I kind of was allowed, I was allowed to get away with some behavior that I shouldn't have, right? Slamming bats, just showing my frustration out on the field. I was just one of those guys that just showed it. Maybe it's the Italian side. I don't know. Talking with the hands <laughs> all the time, you know, a lot of facial yeah. expressions. You knew right. when, when Vic wasn't in a good mood. Um, yeah. So anyways, I continued to have a lot of success. You know, I worked hard as, a, as an athlete, um, but I just didn't, I didn't really focus on this at all, yeah. right? I avoided it um, at all costs. Uh, anyways, fast forward through high school. I was actually a two-way player my entire life. Um, and I got drafted uh, the first time by Houston Astros out of high school as a pitcher. Um, I did not sign back then. This is in 03. So we're talking, this is the draft and follow days. Uh, so I did not sign. I decided to go to a local junior college. Um, went out there, was primarily a hitter in my mind, but I was a two-way. I led the league, home runs, RBIs, got drafted again by the Astros as a pitcher. <laughs> so it was good. Hey, they wanted did. you either way. They wanted me. I mean, it was low round. So, again, I just – I didn't yeah. sign. I wanted to go as a hitter. That was my love. That was my passion. Yeah. Um, and I had a lot of – at least in my opinion, and based on the results and the numbers I put up, uh, I was a pretty pretty good hitter. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, I stuck with it. Following the – got hurt, injured, out for the year, um, lost my sophomore year. Or I didn't – excuse me, I didn't lose it. I, I redshirted. Um, got the year back. Got in better shape. I kicked butt. Get, got into nutrition, got into strength training, or at least on a more consistent, structured, uh, you know, format. Uh, I went out there. I increased five miles an hour on my fastball, so from 90 to 94, 95. Uh, so I became a closer, hitting the ball just as far, if not farther than the year before, uh, with the Beezer bats, by the way. <laughs> so those balls were, those balls were flying. Um, but um, juice, I also, man. yeah. Oh man, uh, it was a lot of fun hitting those things. Um, and I also shaved half a second off my 60 time. So I really got down into the physical side of it. But again, I was missing the one component, which is the main thing that I focus on nowadays is up here, man. Uh, I just did not know how to control myself when, you know, and we all hit those low points. Uh, and some guys are able to stay more even keel up here. Um, and they just understand that that's just part of the game. And they either minimize that time in the, in the trenches to where they're able to get back up to that hot streak sooner, right? Um, I was just one of those guys that my, my trench was just, was just almost bottomless. You know, I would I mean, be it was so, bad. so it was cold. Bad. Yeah. It was bad, man. Yeah. Uh, or I'd just yeah. be so, so high. 
and I didn't know how to get back up to the high, the high point. Right. Um, so I would, I never hit 300 in pro ball. I was fully capable in my opinion of doing that. I mean, I have one month I'd hit like one third, 140 or something, but then the next month I'd hit like 380. Or 350. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Is that, am I the tough. same guy? <laughs> yeah, like, could I at least hit somewhere in the middle there and maybe, yeah. you know, balance it yeah. out? But um, so anyways, yeah, so I, I, I tend to focus. Um, everything is important, the mechanics. And I learn a lot from you guys, from all the coaches that have been on here today. Uh, so thank you to the previous coaches. Um, I didn't learn mechanics. I did not have one single hitting lesson my entire life. Mm-hmm. Not one just working with other players, just out there hitting. So I learned to hit through feel. Um, so when I got into, uh, started, cause I actually haven't been instructing very long. I realized, holy crap, I don't know much about hitting mechanics. <laughs> so yeah. I, I get lost with a lot of it, to be honest with you. There's a lot of guys, a lot of smart guys out yeah. there that know what they're talking about. And I'm learning more and more all the time. Um, but then I hear the, the guys downplaying or saying that these big leaguers are wrong by saying that they swing down or that yeah. they, you know, swing level or whatever it may be. Hey guys, uh, go ahead and hop back on the live. We're going to get uh, Ferrante baseball back on. Um, looks like we might've gone a little bit over the time there. Um, with the first initial live, I went ahead and um, shared the first live video so you can lives. Um, that I had with Baseball Doctor and Let's Barrel Up. Um, but we're going to continue with Ferrante Baseball. He was talking about his career. There he is. Sorry, What's going on, man? We, we were on a time limit there, but everybody's getting That's back. That's all right. Man. Yeah, we're continue learning. I'm actually new to the off. line. Uh, I don't even know where I was. Where was I? Um, about mechanics. You know, I mean, it's all, impo- it's all very, very important. But I know that, like in my particular case, my biggest flaw and my biggest um, – hurdle or what caused the most inconsistency in my game and my batting average, let's say, uh, my production was the mental game, like without a doubt, maybe mine more, a little more extreme than, than others. But I also know that there's some players that wouldn't show their fresh, keep it inside. Yeah. Um, And that can be when it comes to your own results, that can be just as bad, if not worse, because they go unnoticed. And it's so tough in pro ball because there's no break. The mental game, as you said, man, that's something I struggle with in pro ball. You know, in college, you know, we'd have the three-game series, and if I just completely um, crapped the bed that weekend, I would at least, you know, have until that Tuesday to kind of figure it out. Um, And like you said, in pro ball, I mean, it's every day. And, you know, when you're fighting for a position, but mentally you're just not there, um, it's hard to be your best self, as you mentioned. Um, so going Absolutely. off of that, what what are some of the, the techniques or what are some of the um, strategies that you use when working with your guys and your clients and, and the guys you coach? How do you keep them mentally stable when they're going through a slump or, or when they're just going through a tough time and, and they're just not um, being their best self out there on the field? I think first you'd have to, I have to start off with them as developing some awareness, right? Uh, awareness of themselves that you can self-monitor yourself. Um, when we're so caught up in our own perspective that we don't realize that we actually have control. Like there's another, there's another self within us 
that can control, that can monitor, that's actually called metacognition. So it's yeah. your ability to think about what you think about, mm -hmm. right? We have that ability, unlike other animals, uh, you know, on this planet, is that we can think about what we think. We can step back, peel a layer back of perspective and say, okay, and learn to catch yourself when you're feeling, you know, anxious, nervous, uh, you feel the pressure, added pressure, or your confidence is down. So here's one thing uh, I would start off with a guy. So for growth, for like a growth mindset or to develop an elite mindset um, is E plus R equals O. And that is event plus response equals outcome. Right. So, I mean, this basically sums up uh, every, your everyday life, every minute of your life, especially every minute on the baseball field. An event, for example, bad call by the umpire. Right. Mm -hmm. It goes against you. You have the ability, believe it or not, to respond accordingly. Right. And how you respond is going to determine that outcome. So it's simple math. E, uh, e plus R equals O. The key point I focus on is that that R right? The event is external. The R is something that we, is our responsibility to, yeah. or excuse me, is our, our ability to respond, yeah. right? So that is the, what we can control. And no, no matter what happens, we always play a role in that event, yeah. right? Or in that outcome. Uh, so for example, you get that bad call. If you throw up your hands, you get discouraged, you start thinking of oh, this umpire, he just took my bat away. Yeah. How successful are you going to be at winning that next pitch? Yeah. Not very good. And I see this happen all the time. And then they end up swinging at a slider in the dirt. And then they walk away from the, they, <laughs> they, walk, away, they walk away from the batter's box, turning back and looking at the umpire. Because yeah. it was the umpire's fault, right. of course. So again, that is our response. Now that outcome can also now turn into an event, yeah. right? So now it's a, it was, the outcome was a strikeout. Now how you respond to that outcome now the outcome has turned into the event. Does that make sense? So now right. we circle back to the event, response, outcome. Event, response, outcome. And it just keeps going. And that's what was my problem. I would continue to respond poorly or negatively to every outcome. And then it would just keep snowballing. Until eventually I'd run into one and i start feeling better. And then, you know, <laughs> and then it's all good. And then we're just happy and chipper and, you know, everyone's uh, happy to be around us. Right. So right. that's so, one so thing. So let me yeah. ask you this, man. Uh, and that E plus R equals O. Guys who are listening, man, write that down. I put it down um, in the comments down below for Ante Baseball here if you're just joining in live. My question to you is, um, as humans, we're naturally emotional. You know, when you're playing a game of baseball – you know, for me, especially uh, when I was in high school and coaches would tell me, don't throw your stuff, Coach, scouts are watching. Us being emotional, it's hard for us, it's hard for uh, most and others to really hide what, what we're feeling. Um, what can you say about body language in terms of, you know, just being a ball player and, you know, when you're when you're going through a slump or when you're walking everybody, if you're a pitcher, um, what what are mm -hmm. some things um, besides the E plus R equals O that we can really focus on in the moment um, with our body language? And how much do you think that our body language um, actually is correlated to what's going on up here? 
very good question. Um, I would say, so having a system in place. So I think uh, Coach Mike mentioned it earlier, right? Having some systems and routines set up. And this takes, this takes, your, takes some homework. This is practice. This is something that you need to train. You know, just like, a, it's like saying like a bodybuilder not going to the gym. You'd be crazy. <laughs> you're not going to be a bodybuilder if you don't lift weights. All right? You're not going to get stronger if you don't lift weights. Baseball requires certain skill sets, right? Hit, run, field, throw, right? And everything in between. Uh, the mental game, believe it or not, is not a separate thing. You have, whatever baseball player you, you are or wherever you are on this earth, you have a mental game. It's just a matter of is that mental game working for you or is it working against you? Is it weak or is it strong? Unfortunately, it's not woven into our little league you know, coaches. It's not their fault despite their best efforts, but they, they don't know what they, you know, what would help you, what would help the players. They just say, think positive, have fun. And they're absolutely right. But how do you do that? Right. Um, so again, if you're a pitcher on the mound, you're struggling, you're a hitter and you feel like you're losing control. Um, you need to have a system in place and an awareness built up that you can say, okay, step back. Uh, if you're, let's say maybe you're mid at bat, maybe you can call time, step out, take your helmet off wipe the sweat away, whatever, adjust your, uh, you know, tap your, your cleats or whatever. Uh, I think Aaron Judge, um, they said he would, if he's feeling frustration in the middle of an at-bat, he'll bend down, he'll call time, bend down, grab some dirt, he'll squeeze it, right? He'll take kind of his frustrations, he'll channel it into that dirt. So he's using like a visual stimulus, right? And a physical, a physical thing to do, action to take, and throws yeah. the dirt along with the frustration. Um, and then right. recenters his focus on the present moment. There's also a very a post I did on, on Instagram, and it's a pretty famous uh, video that's floated around for years about Evan Longoria working with a mm -hmm. sports psychologist. And he says that he picks up, when he feels himself getting out of control, he'll pick up the foul pole because every field he goes to has a left field foul pole. Yeah. He'll find the foul pole. He'll take one deep breath in and completely exhale and then go to work on that next pitch. And same thing for a pitcher. You can step off. If you need to look in your glove, uh, you know, you need to, even if you needed to slam your fist into your glove one time, yeah. turn around, do that. Don't do it like you're doing it at the umpire or whoever. Step off, take a deep breath, regain control, and then go to work on the next pitch and focus yeah. on what you need to do right then and there. Yeah, man, that's such awesome information. And it takes me back to my playing days. You really, when you're in the moment and you're playing, you really don't understand how important the mind really is. Um, one thing that I would use, especially um, for a routine, when I would go up to the plate, I would focus on, you know, the 330 sign out there and right or left or the 325 sign. I would take a deep breath and then I would play a Sorry, I lost you there. You said you would take a deep breath and I would, play, I would play that song in my head. Oh, okay. um, and that would kind of get my anxiety to go down. So I would I would focus on that 330 sign out there and left when I felt anxious, when I felt like, you know, I'm over I'm over three right now and I'm going up for my fourth at bat and I just don't feel it that night. You know, I would go back to that song, play that song in my head. 
And uh, that would be something for me that maybe, you know, you guys watching could use as Coach Vic was talking about things that mentally uh, brought him back down to earth, man. So going off that, man, that is just some awesome stuff. And we really don't talk about it a lot. Um, the mental side not of the enough, game no. being just another aspect of the game. It's not separate, as you said. It's a part of it. Um, yep. So, man, um, I you really know, appreciate yeah. that. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Um, so, you know, the saying in 90% physical or I'm sorry, 90% mental and 10% physical, yet we focus on the physical probably, <clears throat> excuse me, we focus on the physical probably 99% of the time. Yeah. Maybe, maybe never, right? We focus on the mental. It's just not, it's not a natural thing. Um, I think because it's something that we don't, we can't see, you can't really record it, you know? So for example, scouts, and I get the question all the time, well, what do I got to do to get drafted? Well, and I'll answer, this is what scouts are looking for, you know, run, hit, or run, hit with power, hit, field, throw, all the, the, the typical five tools. And that's great. It'll get some attention. But believe it or not, most guys don't realize there's a lot of guys in the country that can do those things, that can yeah. do those things at a high level, speed, velocity, size, strength, all these things, and then can run. But what is actually going to take you down the road and, and have success down the road yeah. is the sixth tool, right? I like to call it the sixth tool. <laughs> it is yeah. up here. And the thing, yeah. the reason is because there's no stopwatch and there's no radar gun that can, that can measure this. Mm -hmm. I heard a saying a long time ago. Um, I don't remember who said it, but uh, I think it was an interview with, a, with an MLB scout. And the scout mm -hmm. says that they're, they're wrong the majority of the time when it yeah. comes to picking players. And they said that if they knew what was inside a player's head and heart that they would be right almost every time wow and that was wow. like man it's true because yeah. the mental is going to allow them to push through those barriers and improve on all the physical and i think a lot of players get caught up in those five tools for example or what drills can i do um you know for my swing and absolutely you should do drills for your swing yeah. but you want to train your whole self you yeah. don't want to neglect anything that you know especially the mental game it's just not sexy yeah it doesn't yeah. really sell you know right. um and i think that that's kind of what people that like you said earlier it's a very like um uh, one man game nowadays or i forget the the, yeah. the term you use right yeah. it's very yeah. it's all about very me, individualistic home, yeah. creating more launch angle <laughs> yeah. uh, more launch angle more home runs right yeah more money um, and I think that that's, that's kind of a, it's, it's not really the, the way that's going to be most beneficial to you as a player and as a person. Yeah. So uh, actually I do have one more thing because you yeah, did, yeah, I didn't mention the body language. Yeah. Um, and I think the, the mind and the body, the body language are linked. Um, for example, I mean, if you, if you ever, if I were to tell you to think of something or I'm show me what sad looks like so what would you do what would be your first thing pretend you're sad show me with your body what sad looks like you'll probably go like this i mean i'd probably you're yeah yeah <laughs> so you're going to automatically change your body language because you know exactly what sad looks like right so if i told you to be pretend you're superman what are you gonna do shoulders 
back, head up, you know, <laughs> nose up. You're going to put, yeah, exactly. You're going to get into the Superman pose. And, you know, it's funny enough, that, that position actually raises testosterone. Wow. When you get into a power wow. position, your testosterone levels actually increase, right? So your body wow. actually changes, physio physiologically changes based on the position that you are in. So it, it, you create a loop. If you have a negative thought about your performance, you are, your body is going to respond to it. If I'm thinking I'm no good, I failed, I'm going to droop my shoulders, I'm going to drop my head down dragging my back yeah. back to the dugout, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. If I just All hit a home time. run, what happens? Well, if I hit a home run or get a, a, a gap <laughs> or something, ooh, I'm on second base, yeah. baby, let's go, let's go, yeah. right? Yeah. That's our body language and you feel it, you get goosebumps, you know, when you think about doing it, you know, just playing in your head, you can get goosebumps. Your body responds to your thought. Um, so I think having an awareness of this as a player you can take control when you are feeling down, when your confidence is low by what you, by your body language, how you hold yourself, you know, get big. If you've ever read Heads Up Baseball, they say, get big, build the shoulders back, puff your chest up, think positive about what you want, not what you're trying to avoid, right? Okay. Body language and self-talk, right? So self-talk, which is basically our thoughts in our head are within our, with our own voice. Um, and how you talk to yourself, if you language that's exciting, I will do this. I can't be stopped. This guy will not beat me. Like yeah. I get goosebumps just saying it myself. I'm just sitting at a desk right now. I'm not, I don't got any games coming up. It's the power crazy. Of words, um, and so the power of words and, you know, things don't happen uh, to you. Things happen for you. And just changing that one little word makes a huge difference in baseball and in life. Man, that is awesome. Talk to you. I, I, I could talk all day. Thank you so much, Coach Vic. <laughs> we could talk all day about this stuff, man. And we really all could. day, man. All I'd day. We got we got to get together again, again soon. Man. Definitely, man. Definitely. Absolutely. Like we got to do a Zoom. Man. For sure, for sure. We'll do a Zoom, get all the coaches in, yep. Coach Nate, baseball yep. doctor, everybody in on it. Coach Mike with Let's Barrel Up, man. This was awesome. Um, I appreciate you guys tuning in and listening to Coach Vic. You guys, go follow him right now. Uh, is it Coach Ferrante? Are you the Italian side? I, know uh, I usually go, yeah. I usually go Coach Vic. It's a little easier, a little easier to say. Coach to remember. Vic. Coach Vic, man, that's awesome, man. We appreciate work. your time. We're definitely yep. going to have you on here again, man. Um, you guys stay safe. Keep washing those hands. And uh, we'll talk again some more baseball, some more mental side. Absolutely, man. Can't wait. Thanks, man. Thanks for coming on. Thanks. For, all right. All right. Thanks for having me, man. Appreciate it.